So I promise to tell you what I think the biggest lesson from my business sabbatical was, as well as a result that I got from it. And for me, it's this. It's time for me to back me, to believe in myself. I think it's time for all of us to back ourselves. And what do I even mean by that? Basically to me, it's about serving up your own delicious cocktail, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and being happy with what you are drinking. It's like drinking your own goodness. It's talking about you and why you rock versus everybody else. So basically, it's being a bit of a celebrity in your own right and believing in yourself. And I think I've sort of mentioned this in the past couple of episodes that I'd love you to listen to where I talked about the power of a business sabbatical is that the biggest thing for me in having time off and away from my business is that once I got past some really bad feelings about the comparison game, what have I actually done? What have I actually achieved? Have I even made an impact? Who am I to have built this business over seven years? Oh my goodness, I've done nothing. Like all this crap that came out of it. Once I got through this little moment of self-doubt, I was like, wait a minute, I've done some pretty fantastic things. I've published a best-selling book on Amazon. I finally got to speak on stage at TED. I do get paid to speak around the world. I've built a multiple six-figure business that has been that way for several years. Um, I've been in business for seven years. Then I started reading back through people's lovely emails and just seeing the impact that I'd made. And then I even put a post up on Facebook a couple of weeks back before ending this business sabbatical where I was kind of like having a little moment of doubt, what is it that you actually think is my superpower? And it was absolutely overwhelmingly beautiful how many people commented and how they saw me versus how I saw myself. And maybe that's for another episode, but the long and the short of what I took away from all these people commenting, friends and clients and just people on Facebook was Natalie, I think you help people to believe in themselves. You show them what's possible and how amazing they can be. And that came through as one of the the most common aspects of my superpower, which is so incredible, right? Because I wouldn't have necessarily seen myself that way. I inspire people to take action. I have a, a broad depth of knowledge across a range of topics that helps entrepreneurs to build and design their perfect freedom, lifestyle, and business. Which brings me to drinking your own Kool Aid. I think the most important thing about the business sabbatical was to step back and reflect and really come back to this point of I have built and designed a business that I love that fits and supports my ideal lifestyle. And at the time of the recording this, I'm sitting in front of a gorgeous fireplace. My puppy is sleeping to my right. The sun has gone down. It's been a beautiful day. I've co-worked with a friend. We've come up with some entrepreneurial business ideas about where we want to head next and grow and what I want to be doing next and what we want to be doing. So I'm excited again and I've got my mojo back and I've almost over being sick and I am ready to drink my own Kool-Aid in the best possible way. The other aspect of my business sabbatical that I wanted to share is I'm sure some of you guys are interested in the results. Um, If I look at my kind of business results during that time. From a Google Analytics point of view, website visits have actually gone up and down over the space of that three months, which kind of comes to show that if you stop posting content on your blog, which we pretty much have done throughout May, June and July, if you've got great organic reach and you've got excellent content and articles from years before, 
your traffic is going to remain pretty consistent. People are still going to be finding you on your site. My email opt-ins have stayed fairly consistent. And because I haven't been emailing at all and that my team didn't email much, I've had way fewer unsubscribes. So my net positive effect is pretty good. I canned all my advertising during the last three months. So I haven't actively promoted outside of myself. Um, And I've only just started doing interviews again. So Basically, over the three months, there was a net gain in website traffic with a little bit of some Google algorithms that probably didn't help, and then my traffic came back. Um, My subscribers have stayed pretty consistent, and I haven't lost as many because I haven't been emailing as much. And from an online sales point of view, absolutely, that dropped quite significantly just because I wasn't promoting anything, I wasn't doing anything new, I wasn't actually there behind my business, there were no Facebook ads going on, there was no other form of advertising, and as I mentioned, the content stopped as well. So I'm actually quite happy that the months have been fairly good when I look at the sponsorship for this podcast, which is awesome, online sales that continued to come in. And also just some other affiliate sales that actually came through during that time. It's been pretty positive three business months. And now I'm kind of raring to go to really amp up the revenue, amp up the business impact. And also I have another business, a couple of businesses in mind that I will be embarking on researching and validating and prototyping for the first time in seven years of just having one business. So I guess that gives you some insight behind a business sabbatical. For me, it wasn't like massive growth during that time, nor did I expect it. I actually expected a decline in my business, if I'm going to be really honest. Uh, But luckily, it's held pretty steady, slight dips, and then growth. And I really attribute that to fantastic systems, to having great sales funnels in place, to having a small and nimble team and for a wonderful community who continue to support me throughout. And it just shows that after seven years in business, all the things that you've done leading up to that point stand you in good stead, that you have really good foundations, that nothing tragic is going to happen, and that by not being actively behind or running your business, it will not die. It will not fall over without you if you've put those great systems in place. So I feel pretty happy about that. And right now, I want to sort of interrupt myself with this little excerpt from my friend Amy Schmidauer. She is the vlogging boss. If you don't know what a vlog is, it's a video blog. So rather than writing, you do a video blog update weekly or daily. And she's the queen of it. She's fantastic. I've met her at several events. We've hung out together in San Diego. And she's just super fun and awesome. And she goes hard. Like if there's one person that I've watched since... We stood on our balcony in San Diego several years ago, um, 2015, and she was asking around some business advice. And since then, all I've seen is her grow. She's an incredible speaker. She came out with her book this year, Vlog Like a Boss. She does videos all the freaking time. She's a content machine. And I just feel like I look at her and I'm like, where do you get the energy? Like that looks like me a couple of years ago. So where do you get the energy? Granted, she's a lot younger. And then I saw her post this blog post, which was actually a written blog post about how she hasn't had a break in two years and how she was giving herself permission to go on a two week vacation. But in this blog post, it almost sounded like she had to convince herself that that was a good thing. Like it was almost an apology initially with herself. And then she was like, no, damn it, I'm taking a two-week vacation. And so I asked Amy, because I love that at the end of her blog post, you know, she'd really come to this conclusion, she deserved it. And all the perks of designing your own awesome business are to be able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. 
So I asked her to record the short audio snippet of her favorite part of the blog post. I'll link to it here in the episode as well, which you can find across at nataliesisson.com forward slash 13. And I just wanted to, as I said, interrupt with Amy's insight and just even taking a two-week vacation and how she came to that place. And I'm putting this in there because for those of you who've been listening to this journey and still aren't sure whether you can take a sabbatical even, or even a digital sabbatical over a weekend, or even time off your business or your freelancing career, please think again and know that it will be hands down the best freaking thing that you've ever done. Here's Amy. This is typical practice for me. Fit in the free time when I can fit in family when it works out. One of the things I most looked forward to when I started working for myself full-time in 2011 was the fact that I could decide to do this whenever I wanted, not having to worry about whether a boss approved of it two weeks ahead of time. I can take the afternoon. I can take the day. I could take the week. Hell, I could take a vacation. It's not very often that I actually take advantage of my business ownership perks, though. I love what I do, and it keeps me busy and fulfilled, genuinely. But upon coming back from a business trip last week, I was exhausted. I started thinking about how I've been feeling lately, so tired and busy. I've been talking about 2017 like it's already over and it's May. We have multiple trips and events planned every month for the rest of the year, such as speaking engagements, client business trips, family visits, our wedding and the parties around it. So much awesome. Our honeymoon is planned for January of next year because that's the earliest we've been able to fit it in. I finally started to wrap my mind around that while on this plane ride home and thought, is that going to be the next time I get to take a break? It suddenly became an overwhelming feeling, a tired feeling. Then I was thought, when was the last time I took a vacation? So to finish off this episode, I did just want to share a couple of things that when I was talking to my friend, we were working through, well, what have you learned out of this experience and what do you now want to do? And she wrote it back to me in an email. She sort of summarized it. And so I just thought I'd read out the bullet points that we had from that because it was quite fascinating. Looking back at this now, it still stands. But basically, this is what she said. You said you have great clarity of where you're at and what you want, which is fantastic to see. And here's just an overview of some of the key things we've discussed and action steps from here. And I really appreciated that she summarized it because sometimes it's awesome to have somebody do that back to you. You mentioned being in a transition period career-wise with your move back to New Zealand and in brackets here from me, I had no idea how much of an impact that has actually made on me, how much changing your entire freaking life can mess with your identity and I'll probably be talking about that in the next episode because it's been a massive awakening for me. Um, next bullet point, following a lack of energy which started in September 2016, you want to move towards more people coming to you, more offline, in person, fewer people, bigger results, which is so true. One year from now, I want to have had a successful relaunch of my updated Suitcase Entrepreneur book. It's happening in September. To work as a paid writer, speaker, and influencer. To successfully rely on my properties for income. To be able to invest my time as I wish and volunteer in ways that are fulfilling that I choose. And I'm really excited to say that's happening and I'll be updating you on that. To be able to enjoy the right balance of art, fitness, time with my puppy Kayla and to create the retreat lifestyle property that I want. And of course, Josh is in there. <laughs> to spend three to five days at home enjoying nature, animals, etc. with some national travel and one international trip each year at least. 
and ultimately to feel lighthearted, joyful, powerful, energized by my work and the people I spend time with and in alignment with my purpose. The biggest barrier may be me saying yes to things and busyness. So we talked about scheduling and time for the key things that I want to have in my life and prioritizing these first. Focus on reclaiming my time, which includes one hour of learning a day, two plus hours of being active outdoors in every season, and three to four hours of focused, effective work time. And something that came out of this is that I said I will complete my own perfect day exercise that I take all my Freedom Plan members through, and my shared vision, which has been called up until now a painted picture, but I want a new name for it. So I think like the Freedom Map or the Freedom Vision. And at the time when I chatted with my friend about this, I just couldn't complete it. Like there was nothing concrete there that made me want to jump up and do it. And I'm really pleased to say that over the weekend when I was in Melbourne with Josh, the four days that I had out there were just fantastic and was so good for me just to get out of here and go into the new city and distance myself and have a time out and just be in a new environment. And we actually sat back and did our three-year plan together in the space of like half an hour or an hour. So now I'm going to put that into my Freedom Vision Map and I'm going to share it with you guys because I'm really excited. It's the first time in a couple of years that I've done one and it's going to be completely different to my last one where I've achieved a lot of that, but just my whole emphasis has changed. So I hope you've enjoyed kind of coming along with me on this ride of the sabbatical and now back into work and there's several different areas that I'm looking at. So I'll be sharing that too. But I hope that you've been able to hear my process as I've been going through this and understand and learn from it just as much as I have. And that, as I said, you will consider taking time out for you to get perspective, to get creative, to get re-energized and to totally make sure that you're aligned with what you truly, truly want out of life. Before I finish up, I just want to say a big thanks to my sponsor. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. And it's sexy. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Here are just a few of the ones Jessica Broom, entrepreneur and FreshBook customer, loves the most. I do all my expenses in there. I have, you know, I use the app on my phone and I have a little ritual. Like every time I get on a plane, I'll take the, while I'm waiting for the plane to take off, I will do all my expenses from that day with all my receipts from the airport or whatever. I like that I'm able to do expenses in all different currencies and like instantly on my phone. So I never have that like get back from a trip and have, you know, seven days of receipts build up. I think the time tracking is great sometimes, you know, rarely, but occasionally I will bill hourly and I like being able to just track my time like to the minute and then have it convert right into an invoice. That's super cool. Yeah, I really love that. So your clients always know you're being truly legit with what you've done. Truly for them. honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go to freshbooks.com forward slash quest and check out their full list of amazing features. Then sign up and save yourself time and money today. Just enter Quest for Freedom where it says, How did you hear about us? I'd really appreciate it. And so would they. 